and just invite that our conversation goes well and you know I I have the answers to your questions and that I can answer them in a, in a good way Aww. and that you each take something with you that that is meaningful and will last will walk with you in your own journey okay oh I love that we, we try and, and acknowledge and do everything in a ceremonial way because this is a gathering. So this is actually where the term powwow came from. <laughs> it's not about the act of dancing. When colonizers came and they would see our chiefs and hereditary matriarch, hereditary chiefs and our matriarchs gather in small settings. Um, like it was like a derogatory kind of Mm -hmm. comment made that oh they're having a power when they were talking about what needed to happen for the safety of people or safety of, of the like the encampment that's what we call them where all the teepees were and so the the soldiers used to think like that's what they called it when we would have these these circles of conversation. They call them powwows. So mm -hmm. that's where that term came from. So I'm gonna give you we'll get you all to um, just take up some tobacco and go out on the by a tree and lay it down by the tree and just thank oh. nature for allowing us to be here because. We get to be here. Yeah. We don't have to be here. We get to be here. It's a privilege. Yeah. We're actually the visitor yes. amongst the yeah. trees because <laughs> they're right. a living being, even the grass. Yeah. All right. So what you do is, um, when we do a tobacco offering, you just name yourself in the name of your own creator, whatever you call your creator, God, Simanot. Uh, uh, Simanito or Anotawimar, which is our father. You take tobacco, you just go around the smudge four times, and then just walk off to wherever you feel is the right spot for you to thank the land for being here. Make sense? I love it. Okay. Myra, I'm so glad to see you today. It's my pleasure. I'm so grateful that I met you um, and that we've been able to spend some time together um, and because it's it's indigenous uh, basically I call it indigenous month <laughs> June um, I think it was appropriate to have you just to talk about all things indigenous especially with you know what's been happening in the world today <laughs> um, I think it's important that we you know educate people create awareness um, and I personally love um, you know, indigenous teachings. And uh, I know that you've done quite a bit yourself. So I want you to, you know, tell your story and and we'll go from there. I don't think we have that much time. Oh, the sun yeah. is going to go down yeah. in a couple hours. So glad we're outside <laughs> to do this too. Yeah, same. I'm, yeah. I'm so I feel blessed to be outdoors yes. in the, on the land and in nature. And yeah. that's where I feel my most authentic self. Mm, that's lovely. So thanks for inviting me. Um, well, I, I am from the Siksika Nation in southern Alberta and a descendant of the 
Neascoya Cree Nation of Muscochis. I was born and raised for the first part of my life in southern Alberta, and then um, I, I was relocated. I was moved to Muscochis when I was about nine or ten years old, and uh, so I spent the latter part of my 40 years, mm. 40 plus years, in the territory of Treaty 6. And oh, okay. And living amongst, you know, my my father's people, my right. grandparents, my my aunts and uncles, and my extended family. So I was very fortunate to live yeah. in the time that I grew up as a teenager and young adult uh, amongst some amazing amazing um, elders and learning a lot about uh, our ways of life Mm -hmm. so you you call it the month of yeah (laughs) indigenous teachings and so mine is a lifetime of oh lovely wow yeah so what did inspire you how did you get into you know teaching well uh you know as indigenous people that that's a new term hey indigenous yeah. but I, I always in my classrooms i identify as a first nations woman uh-huh. of the prairies oh. and i'm from the land um my first mother is mother earth yes. and my father my is the son oh. so these are the sources of life for us uh-huh. and they come from many teachings within our oral histories and and oral doctrines by our elders um well i was raised in 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 the ermanskin Cree nation on the land and mm. um, my family really encouraged us to be connected to land uh, they were also ranchers and farmers um, those are the skills we adopted from our you know from our uh, European relatives that came to live in Canada. Mm-hmm. So uh, farming came f- and gardening came from the Ukrainian people. We, the Cree oh. people and the Ukrainian people had a relationship together oh, okay. in, in the beginning of time. And when they first came here, they didn't experience winter in their country, from my understanding. And coming to Alberta, mm-hmm. especially northern Alberta yeah. and central Alberta, they didn't understand they were coming to that harshness of the four seasons. Right. And so the Cree women mm-hmm. taught their pe- their women how to gather medicines in the winter wow. months and in the medicine gathering months to teach them how to survive in our environment because mm-hmm. it was so different. So that's basically the short reader's digestion yeah, yeah. of where the, the Gukum scarf comes from. Oh. It was the relationship developed between the Ukrainian woman, a Ukrainian grandmother and a Cree grandmother. Well, Gukum. see, and I didn't know that because I, I noticed that the, the print is very similar. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So that came a trade, right? So mm-hmm. a lot of our history is about trade. Yeah. That's how we sustained ourselves. We mm-hmm. hunted and... We knew what medicines to choose from, the hunting season, everything had a season. Mm-hmm. And we didn't, you know, we didn't go, we didn't uh, disrespect yeah. natural law yes. at the time. Yeah. In that time frame, it was very important. It still is today mm-hmm. to to uh, walk the medicine path of, of the law lodges mm-hmm. and the four law lodges and the medicine path. 
Wow, that's yeah. lovely. That's basically why we're having this conversation today. Yeah. If it hadn't been for those teachings and the lifestyle mm -hmm. that I was provided, um, I may not have been here. Wow. Today. Yeah. Wow, that's so amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now you you talk about a, uh, a four corner model of land based teaching. Could you expand on that? Ah, sure. Mm -hmm. So. Before COVID hit, um, I was approached to go work with some youth in the mountains in a youth treatment program. Wow. And the program was um, uh, based off of uh, more of a, a colonial model of, okay. you know, healing based out of um, AHS. So okay. those systems don't work for us. Right. And over the course of history, we all know that systems don't work for our people. Mm -hmm. We had our own natural system Absolutely. and it was disrupted. Yes. And so uh, coming from, you know, four generations of, of residential school survivors and, and fortunately ending it in my time, mm -hmm. um, my children, my grandchildren and my great grandchildren to come won't have to experience those experiences. Mm -hmm. But with that said, um, today, we are trying to preserve our language and yeah. and the ways of life the the land-based teachings really bring out those opportunities to bring our young people into the mountains or into the land yeah. or into the prairies wherever the setting is yeah as long as it's this way and yeah. not the square walls mm -hmm. they're more willing to learn because yeah. we're taking them back to being children and, and adults get to be children. Yeah. And our elders, our teachers, our doctors, mm -hmm. um, they are the ones that would guide us. Yeah. So, so going back a little bit, um, just before COVID, I was asked to come up to this treatments program in the mountains and they wanted me to assess how can we make this program more successful for First Nations. And so I went up. And I was only there for a brief time, uh, and then COVID hit. Oh, and wow. I, I gave my three assessments of how we could make some change. Mm -hmm. um, part of it was none of the staff were Indigenous. Oh, so how yeah. could they teach our young people how to be who, they're, who they are yeah. and their authentic self if the system wasn't acknowledging that our elders are our PH, our doctorates, yes. our PhD holders, because mm -hmm. they're the knowledge. Yes. And unfortunately, COVID took a lot of our knowledge holders too soon. Mm -hmm. And it's unfortunate. The fortunate part is, moving forward, we look towards those that still have teachings. Yes. And we embrace that. Mm -hmm. and, and although a lot of people would would have want to call me an elder i i don't view myself as an elder mm -hmm. i view myself as as um you know a nesquak isquak holder of of some information that i can teach today <laughs> oh you're too hard on yourself <laughs> <laughs> so i'm a young you know uh um, I'm a young Cree of Cree descendancy woman that mm -hmm. was very blessed and, fortun and fortunate to grow up with elders and some of those old teachings. Wow. 
and, and strict teachings. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I, I appreciate it today yeah. in my life. But moving into, you know, the fourth stage of my life mm -hmm. as a grandmother and, and now a great-grandmother already, yeah. I have to continue to teach and use yeah. my voice in those spaces and spaces mm -hmm. that it's needed. Yeah. Like many other people from our tribes, you yeah. know, across Turtle Island. Mm -hmm. So it, while I was in the mountains, COVID hit. Mm -hmm. And so there was no more program. Oh. And as systems have it, they always come to an end. And, you know, uh, as we understand the cycle of children's services and mm -hmm. AHS, there's always cutbacks. And, yeah. and so that occurred. But that gave us an opportunity to to revamp yeah. and go back. So one of uh, my teachers always said, if it's not working, you need to go back to the beginning. Mm -hmm. If you don't understand, go back to the beginning. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we did. And, and uh, a team from uh, an organization, a nonprofit organization called Enviros, uh, they invited me to the table to have a conversation. And I said, well, why don't we, if we could build a program, why wouldn't we build it, you know, on the land? Yeah. And why wouldn't we take the young people yeah. to the land? And I said, over 30 years of my life, I've worked in education, in social work, um, on the land, many, many different platforms of, of arts and, and music and different types. Of, but it all stems down to me being my authentic self. It oh. was always indigenous related. Yeah. And so I'm very, very, very grateful for those opportunities in my life. Um, so we approached the elder that mm -hmm. worked with Enviros periodically and we said, we'd like to go back into the land, but we want to develop this program. Mm -hmm. And so it was a pilot. Um, we got, we applied for a grant. Uh, oh. the team and we were the recipient of the larger sum of that grant wow. 10 nonprofit organizations got a piece of that grant mm -hmm. okay. and so out of those 10 yeah. we were very fortunate to get the larger sum of it mm -hmm. and so we just started getting ready and we were having a conversation out up in the mountains in one of the cabins wow. and everybody's having a dialogue about what it should what we should spend the money on mm -hmm. and i'm standing at a whiteboard and i'm looking <laughs> and i put a circle and i put i split it into four quarters and i said we have 30 days and i think we should create a 30-day wellness program yeah and my target group was young males, mm -hmm. indigenous males that aged out of care, 18 to 25. Okay. Part of the intergenerational trauma is mm -hmm. a lot of the children that were taken into care. Yeah. Um, when they hit 18, they just get put out into the world with no skills, oh. no skill set, not enough confidence. And we all know, young men, I have four sons, they're not ready to move out at 18. <laughs> yeah. You still want to raid your fridge and yeah. live rent-free. <laughs> you sleep all day. Yeah. <laughs> I have sons, I know. Sounds like someone familiar. <laughs> <laughs> and so I said, Let, let's use that as our target group. Mm -hmm. and, and I'll go to my tribe and I'll say, we'll, present, we'll, we'll build a process. Yeah. We'll, we'll um, 
market it into one of my nations and then we'll go from there. Oh. So I did go to children's services to the YTA program. Okay. So that's youth transitioning to adulthood. Right. Um, it's a system, right? So yeah. systems are fractured and, yep. and we can't fix that. That's mm -hmm. You're talking about a hundred and... 54 years of yeah. fractured system, yeah. we're not going to change that overnight. So yeah. we did what we could in the best way and the, we went to the elder, we did protocol, we asked for a name for a program. We, oh, you might have to speak up with a plane. But <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're outside. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No worries. Um, so we, we did all our protocols and, and I led the team so that they could learn along with myself and, yeah. and ensure that we were doing the proper steps to to have wow. this whole dream come true wow. and, and so the elder met with us and he gave the name Inimoyes which is the Blackfoot term for buffalo love wow. so it speaks to the yeah. buffalo mm -hmm. and and it speaks to our 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 learning spaces, mm -hmm. that's what the home base, like our teepees, our, our mm -hmm. circle of yeah. our home fires, right, right? Right, So I was really happy with the name. I was so yeah. grateful because when we were planning land-based, we talked about fundamental teachings. And I said, well, for us, we have to go back to the buffalo teachings mm. and why the buffalo was here yeah. and not across the mountains. Right. Wow. There's no buffalo on the other side yeah. of the mountains. Yeah, so yeah. I, I shared a little bit of this story that I knew about the buffalo and how the buffalo walk when it walks through a storm. Okay. It doesn't stop like other animals. Oh. It continues to walk because those that sit will perish. Oh, wow. So the buffalo knows better intuitively it'll continue to walk through the storm to 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 the other side because it'll end. Other animals, other four-legged animals will sit and so mm -hmm. then they could freeze. Yeah. You know, the uh, other, you know, species would come and maybe attack them. I love that story, that analogy of like just keep moving forward to get to the end because it's it's there if you stop you're yeah, yeah you will perish yeah emotionally you know yeah. it's such physically and mentally that is beautiful so i i shared that little bit of a story with uh, about the buffalo and mm -hmm. and so we started creating um a four-quarter model based on the physical mental emotional oh, spiritual yeah uh core mm -hmm. of the human being yeah and we have four weeks so now we had everything on yeah. in in paper, mm -hmm. um, the, like the plan. Yeah. We were up in the mountains and we were getting things ready. Uh, I had the guidance of um, Chief Lee Crotow, my 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 relative, mm. and Elder Virgil Stevenson from the Stony Nakoda tribe. Okay. And so they were. I went out and did protocols and and asked elders from our territory in Treaty 7 to, mm -hmm. to guide us, if wow. they would accept our tobacco and guide us and be part of that so that they could be the mentors for these young men. So wow. I took a treatment, ironically, uh, a treatment um, intake process is 16 pages long. Jeez. <laughs> I thought, oh my God, I wouldn't be able to get through 16 yeah. pages of of that yeah like when i went back so i know this road 
I've, I've been in recovery for 30 years, mm -hmm. 30 plus years. Yeah. And so I, I understand mm -hmm. how fractured systems yeah. had robbed us of our inherited rights. Mm -hmm. um, so I borrowed a treatment center. I won't tell you where. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I borrowed a mm -hmm. treatment center intake, mm -hmm. and I I found a psychologist who works at the Elbow Healing Lodge in Calgary. And oh. I said, "Could you, you help me? I yeah. want to make this into five pages." And she said, "Oh my God! No okay, kidding. Mm -hmm. I'll totally help you decolonize yeah. that." <laughs> no kidding. And so we did because our actual intake process was based on our old. Oral teachings. Yeah. It was all done orally. They didn't have to write anything. Mm -hmm. They they could tell us. We'd yeah. write it. If they were okay, we mm -hmm. would record it and somebody else would write it for oh, them. Oh, wow. They didn't have to write. Because that just adds more anxiety yeah. onto what, a, what they're already well, going through. Well, even 16 pages with me, was that, that's anxiety right there. Yeah, it was oh pretty God. overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So, and we changed all the patriarchal titles. We didn't mm. have team lead. We didn't have, a, like, a senior. Mm -hmm. We used actual kinship terms, like oh. our elders, the grandfather, a grandmother, oh, the auntie, the yeah. uncle. Yeah, Because in our... In our teachings, mm -hmm. our parents are there to provide us. Yeah. It's our aunts and uncles, the siblings yeah. of our parents, yeah. that are our parents. Yeah. They teach us. Mm -hmm. so it's probably similar in your yeah. culture yes. as well. Yes, yep, exactly, yep. And so we, going back, you know, we did all our protocols. We had a feast. Mm -hmm. uh, we did a pipe ceremony. Wow. And and we really prayed for mm -hmm. things to align. And we were very oh. blessed they did align. Um, wow. I started hiring, doing the, we, my, t the team and I mm -hmm. started hiring in, we put out the calls mm -hmm. to certain different types of, of, uh, specialty frontline. Okay. So we, we planned four weeks and we started in the cognitive space because yep. we all know that when we go into, uh, settings that we're not familiar with, yes. we go in there from here. Yeah, yeah. And so we're going to question everything, mm -hmm. and we're going to be watching everything, and we're not going to trust the process. Mm -hmm. So we started with that, and so I was very specific about how I chose people to mm. come onto our team, and it's very, very blessed mm -hmm. to have Gerald Doge uh, cross my path. Oh. And so in in our community, it's word of mouth. Yeah. And so I'm I, realizing I that, was yeah. praying yeah. and I said, and then I woke up one morning, I'm like, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. So I worked in a youth treatment program years ago wow. of First Nations only. Mm -hmm. And so it was a culturally based treatment program. Mm -hmm. And there was a lady that I friended and we're still friends to this day. She's a beautiful lady. Yeah. And I called her yeah. and I said, I need an indigenous male treatment yeah. Counselor. Yeah. And she's like, oh, well, just call Gerald as if I knew him. Yeah. She, I'm like, well, Gerald, too. And yeah. she said, Jose, don't you know him? Yeah. I'm like, uh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh. so I said, well, just hook me up with him. Like, yeah. Contact him. Yeah. Tell your people, my people, that yeah. I need to talk to him. Yeah. You know, that, that yeah. kind of joke. Yeah, yeah. And so she said, 
well, just message him on Messenger. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, <laughs> yeah. that's weird. Mm-hmm. I said, call him. I'm the same way, yeah. And she, so we we ended up, I said, so I, I didn't hear from him for a while. And oh. then I, so I did. Oh. I, I, I broke down and oh. I messaged him on Messenger. Oh. And I said, <laughs> I introduced who I was. Mm-hmm. I said what I was doing and that I would like to present protocol. Yeah. Ironically, he lived in Calgary. Oh. He's a movie star from back in the 80s. Oh, no way. 90s. Yeah. Oh, wow. He's done lots of amazing wow. uh, male warrior roles oh. in these movies. And I'm like, yes. Oh, wow. Thank you, creator. Because wow. that's exactly what our young men need to see. Yes. Strong, yeah. indigenous male warriors yeah. that are living yeah. their calling. Yeah. And although he started in the arts Mm -hmm. and then life just kind of took him down another path, Mm -hmm. living in Hollywood and L.A., you know, those types of things influence our young people. I would have got influenced. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm no different. Yeah. So um, he phoned me and I said, oh, I messaged him. I'm like, hey, Gerald, um, I'm not a stalker and I'm not (laughs) starstruck either. (laughs) good for you (laughs) I said I really need to just come and present protocol just Mm -hmm. to hear me out Mm -hmm. and so we were able to connect and he thankfully he he was so compassionate enough on his own journey and knows what the struggle is Mm -hmm. like so he agreed so that was my big brother Um, and then we got him a co-facilitator and then we just went around the, the four quarter model and and we picked um, art therapists, and mm-hmm. I that would you know yeah. do um, other processes that would speak mm-hmm. to the emotional trauma, wow. and how we wear our masks in public and what we don't show the public. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we did a lot of art. Yeah, I had an amazing young man named Andrew. He was our mountain guide, and he did um, processes out on the land that really spoke to male energy right so they went biking hiking paddling um high ropes low ropes like we just got them physically moving because a lot of the young men that actually came Mm -hmm. um were at different stages of their of their life Mm -hmm. so the mountain air and grief and trauma Mm -hmm. and loss and loss of identity all kinds of you know isms Mm -hmm. affected their first week of their stay so uh, we worked with them not Mm -hmm. not um we didn't make it too challenging like if they needed to sleep we let them have a sleep Mm. they needed to but but we let them sleep on the land Oh, yeah. So sessions were always outside. Yeah. We did nothing inside mm-hmm. except maybe eat if it was chilly out. Yeah. But we had yeah. the most amazing weather. Yeah. Everything just was so blessed. Oh, that's lovely. We had eight young men come up. Oh, wow. And six of them finished successfully mm-hmm. to the end. Oh, wow. Well, that's lovely. It was so amazing. Wow. So um, the elders... And the elder helpers and mm-hmm. myself and the rest of the team from Enviros, we and and I had, I was telling some of my my friends that work in foster care mm-hmm. or whatever system they work in, and mm-hmm. they're like, oh my God, Maya, that's so amazing, and they volunteered their time. Oh, like I couldn't nice. have done any of that work yeah. without all of those amazing mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. and they made 
connections mm-hmm. to to these young men and uh, and they felt comfortable they were yeah. only played shy for maybe 72 hours yeah. oh, <laughs> after nice. that everybody was family oh so. that's lovely wow yeah. so this is this was this program specifically for the male but you're also you're also mm-hmm. doing teachings now with women I am, in your work I am. yeah I'm can you doing, go into that i'm i'm just starting this pilot project with some women in their recovery mm-hmm. um they're in the the next phase of their yeah. recovery that's so here in Edmonton right yeah, yeah so it's um it's a it's a home that mm-hmm. houses a number of women that are going through you know through the tapestry of their life yeah and and, and looking for resources mm-hmm. you know, every time you peel back yeah peel back some layers yeah we put in the resources yeah. and then you peel back another layer and you, we yeah. put in more resources and so um this organization asked me partnered with me to come up and do some women's teachings oh wow um and a lot of it focuses on identity mm. a lot of it focuses on on the commonalities of it doesn't matter what color your skin is yeah or where you come from, yeah. we're still women. Yes. And we need to support each other yeah. in a good, healthy way and show them, you know, what what healthy, sovereign energy of women and the matriarchs yeah. looks and feels like. And that's what I saw growing mm-hmm. up. I saw all the women working together. Yes. You know, um, berry picking, mm-hmm. medicine picking. Beating and sewing, like yes, uh, I can read and sew, but it's way more fun to do it when there's other women. Oh, I agree. In yeah. the room, yeah, for sure. You know, I'm a social creature. Yeah. But we're the two-legged. We yeah. are social. <laughs> <laughs> the only other animal I know that's social and is is a horse. Right? Yes, yeah. But we're so connected to yeah. them. So even with Buffalo Lodge, we created uh, a spiritual week. So everything was based off of a week. Mm-hmm. So we came in from the mental, talked yeah. about addiction, yeah. talked about intergenerational trauma, mm-hmm. took them through that path. They yeah. didn't want to go on, but we created that safe. Yeah. We had safety for them all the way. Mm-hmm. Where they where they got to that place where they were, felt safe enough to to share their hurt and their trauma. Mm -hmm. Ironically, and sadly, every one of these young men that came into our program, Mm -hmm. they had lost their mother. So this was a really safe space for them to come and reconnect to Mother Earth. That's lovely. And we just guided them and supported them through the whole process. And one, you know, as recent as like a month and a half before he came. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And so um, then we did a whole week of, of the spiritual components. So mm-hmm. they went through a type of rites of passage mm-hmm. that oh. they would have experienced had they been home right. in their own families, mm. in their own nation, with their own people. Yeah. Wow. So that was important to me. You know, working in treatment, I've seen mm-hmm. a lot of holes. Yeah. I saw a lot of gaps mm-hmm. and injustices, yeah. you know. Um, so we just created that space for them, and yeah. we celebrated them, and we helped them through the the really tough times of their grief and loss. Mm-hmm. And really, uh, for myself, mm-hmm. that lack of identity and um, intergenerational trauma, yeah. I I had to go back to the land. Yeah. 
when I started my recovery at the age of 24. I'm 58. Wow. So the process works. I'm yeah. still here. Yeah. You know, you're too scared oh. to die and too scared to live. Yeah. And wow. when you get to that point, where do we go? We go yeah. back to the land mm-hmm. and go back to the beginning, like the elders oh. always say. Go back to the beginning. Yeah. So I started in ceremony and I started on the land and, and I just kept going. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't an easy yeah. overnight wow. walk in the park. Yeah. I really had to do a lot of healing. Oh. And so as these young men, you know, wherever they're at today, mm-hmm. at least we were able to provide that environment mm-hmm. and, and we gave them 30 days of wow. nothing but unconditional love oh. and the way it should have been yeah. for them, you know? Yeah. And um, the team, the team was just amazing. Wow. They, they were just so inviting because half of our team was not indigenous they came from let's see andrew came from australia oh wow Uh, they do have indigenous in australia but yeah yeah. yeah. aborigine people yeah wow well he's blonde hair blue eyes oh my gosh Wow. <laughs> with a very heavy accent. Oh my goodness. Um, and, and the young man just bonded with him really well because Aww. he was so open to everything from coming from his culture. Mm-hmm. He never smudged before. Oh, he, wow. he didn't go in a sweat lodge. Mm-hmm. He didn't do a... Um, so part of that week in the spiritual component mm-hmm. was um, they had to do a fast, a one-night yeah. fast. Oh my goodness. Wow. They built their own lean-tos wow. in the trees. Yeah. One was so innovative, mm-hmm. he built himself a, like a bunkhouse way up in the tree because <laughs> he was worried coyotes or bears tree would come house, out yeah. at night. He built himself mm. a tree house. Wow, it amazing. was so amazing. He was wow. so proud of it. And wow. the rest, you know, like they built small lean-tos mm-hmm. and we had them stay on their own, no talking. Yeah. Uh, we, I, I stayed with them on the land wow. and the elders came coming out and check on them mm-hmm. and talk to them and I talked to them individually I gave them paper and pen wow. and I told them you don't have to write your words you can draw your words oh, but yeah. you need to talk to your yeah. relatives you yeah. need to ask your ancestors to come and help you this is what you would have gone through yeah. had you been home yeah and this is similar to our process of our fast of our of our sun lodge or the rain lodge mm-hmm. you know um, where we we sacrifice wow. And they sacrificed a lot, but they still needed to go back to the beginning of what young warriors should mm-hmm. have learned, you know, hunting, fishing, yeah. um, building the sweat lodge. Mm-hmm. That was new for all of them. Wow. They were so excited mm-hmm. to learn all these things. and um, They learned how to build the lodge. They learned wow. about the rock teaching. And then we brought in horses. So... Mm-hmm. Wow. We had those connections with the four-legged brothers and yeah. sisters before yeah. it's called equine therapy. Yeah. We already had that connection yeah. with the horse. Yeah. Yeah. Missed at them. That's yeah. what we call them. Yeah. Big dog. Wow. We already have that. So we brought horses mm-hmm. and, and they got to pet them and feed them and ride them. And one of the other elders and his helper... They talked about the different part body mm-hmm. parts of a horse and okay. how we're in relationship with the human being. Yeah. We once you sit on the horse, mm-hmm. um, 
Yeah. You're connected yeah. to Mother Earth, to the horse. Yeah. And the horse knows you better than you know yourself. Yeah, that's true. Because they're so intuitive. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they know when they we need that healing. Yeah. You know, they could lay on them and pet them. Yeah. They got oh. to walk around. They were just so amazed. They built their first teepee. Wow. You know, on the third try after I said, nope, take it down, it's wrong. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but that's how I learned. Yeah. Take it yeah. down, it's yeah. wrong. Um, and then we rebuilt it. And mm-hmm. then, um, oh gosh, I don't even, we celebrated them and honored them on the last day yeah. with uh, a feast and wow. their, their family members came oh, out and nice. we had a big uh, powwow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, yeah. it wasn't really a powwow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm teasing. We had um, some of the, the stony elders came up and showed them wow. how to do the rabbit dance, which is a friendship, a form of oh. friendship dance. And, um, you know, they were just so emotional and they they were afraid to leave because we created such a safe haven for them up there. They were really afraid. Mm -hmm. So we took, well, Bridey model up there. So we did uh, around the fire meetings after supper, like we kept them busy all the time. So engaged Mm -hmm. in the most amazing musicians wow you know and you wouldn't even know that there was they were struggling with living on the street and having an addiction when we brought them up there yeah we fed them healthy food we had them help in the kitchen so they could learn a skill yeah um they set the tables they did the dishes wow like just like living at home we gave them that environment Mm -hmm. so they could all feel yeah. Like a family, That's because amazing. we kept speaking to that, yeah. right? Wow. You can take us out of the community, but yeah. <laughs> we survive much better in the community, with community. So is that, does, so that was, like, you, this was, this program was uh, created during COVID, you during said? During COVID. Is it continuous now? Is it? So we uh, don't have that space any longer. Okay. Um, it was sold, and so what we've oh. been doing is um, going into Kootenai Plains and oh. taking groups out there. And, oh, nice. and that's completely land-based. There's no oh, wow. kitchen. Oh. We make our kitchen. <laughs> There's no running wow. water or bathroom. Oh, wow. <laughs> so we really take them back and yeah. teach them how to live on land. There's no cell service. Oh, my goodness. You know, you take cell phone away mm-hmm. from a teenager. It's like putting a cat in a cage. Yep, I know, and, I know what that's um, like. And then put them in the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah for sure but you know when you keep them engaged yeah. um they they calm down yeah. you know we yeah. give them squeal squeals <laughs> skills and yeah. tools to yeah. to um to regulate themselves yeah. and and ground themselves yeah. and so we we um bring a lot of elders with us and we provide a space where they yeah. can do uh, one-to-one with the elders wow. and then group activities and, oh wow yeah so our goal this summer mm-hmm. um i think we have about 35 young people we're wow. going out onto the land with mm-hmm. them later in the summer okay um wow and then we invite their families to come oh, out right nice. so yeah. my dream was with buffalo lodge i used to um, create a four seasonal healing program. Okay. 
Um, but, you know, funding is always the issue. Yeah. And trying yeah. to find resources to fund that is yeah. not yeah. cheap. Yeah. But it, it's not really about the money. It's about making sure we're honoring the people that are putting their time yeah. in to help these, to help yeah. the, you know, that we call them mm -hmm. uh, earth helpers. Yeah. The, the people that bring their skill set of, yeah. you know, indigenous psychology. Yeah. Uh, ceremony. Yeah. Um, volunteers, mm -hmm. you know, grandmothers, wow. grandfathers yeah. that are all coming out to mm -hmm. help support these young people. We want to make sure that we honor them, right, yeah. with, with a gift. And we live in a time where it takes money to live. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. The old fur trading yeah, the is long gone. <laughs> you can't eat that. Yeah, unfortunately. So, wow. So my dream is to create... Um, a four-quarter model based on the four seasons and the okay. four teachings of, uh, of our of our lifespan and yeah. taking them back to being a child and yeah. getting reintegr reintegrated with that inner mm -hmm. child and, and talking about those traumas yeah. and healing some of those wounds mm -hmm. and then moving into, you know, the physical elements yeah. and the emotional and then the spiritual, but based on our four yeah. directional life cycles mm -hmm. even, wow. right? Wow. Um, I've taken people up on the land from the age of seven to the, the, I had an elder come. She was about in her seventies. She was still grieving her life partner oh. and she asked to come. Oh, wow. And so I'm like, okay, if you can get yourself here, yeah. I'll take you. Mm -hmm. So that, that worked out. She wow. actually came from Onion Lake. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's so lovely. So, um, wow. my hope is to create four seasonal land base for men, mm -hmm. young men. Yeah. And four seasonal land base for women and young oh. women. Yeah, that's my dream. I'm going to believe it's going to happen because that's <laughs> such a great program. Wow. It is. It's just finding yeah. the, the, the support yeah. to get them yeah. up there. Yeah. It doesn't have to be in the mountains, but mm -hmm. you know, our oldest, oldest grandfather is the rock. Yes. And yeah. so the mountains yeah. play such a huge factor mm -hmm. in in the land-based healing mm -hmm. because everybody wants to go to the mountains. They yes. just feel so safe. They yeah. feel um, content like nothing I know I do too. Nothing, <laughs> yeah. nothing can bother them up there. Yes, exactly. You know, and, yeah. but I'm open to taking anybody anywhere on the land. Yeah. I'll, I'll even just go with somebody for a day. Yeah. So, oh, wow. I'm doing a land-based hike mm -hmm. with 80 visitors from the UK. Oh my goodness! In, in July, I'm oh, so pumped. Wow. 80 young people coming, and they're coming from Ireland and I got to see pictures of those. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's gonna be exciting. Yeah. Well, wow. I'm partnering with somebody, mm -hmm. so um, yeah. that's that's you know mm -hmm. that's their their um, yeah. process. But but they asked, they invited us to come in and do yeah. some land-based, and I'm like, oh, I'm so excited because yeah. it, it is a land-based camp, but yeah. from a different lens. Mm -hmm. They're all cyclists. Yeah. Wow. So they're cycling into the mountains for five days, and I get to go hang out with them. I'm excited. It's crazy. Yeah. Wow. So, um, Myra, that was just fabulous. Um, you know, we're running out of time here before we go. I have one important question to ask you. <laughs> that's important to me too, okay. is what, what matters to you? What matters to you the most? Um, 
Gosh, there's not one simple answer. Um, <laughs> to be authentically ourselves, Aww. you know, to go to find our roots. Yeah. Learn, learn our language, mm-hmm. learn our ceremonies. Yeah. Learn um, the laws of the land mm-hmm. and 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 help our generations heal. Yeah. And heal on the land. Yeah. Like, we don't need to be indoors. I, I agree. Um, <laughs> agree. Our classroom is all out here. Yeah. Like, I could take you on a walk and school you for a couple hours. Oh, <laughs> that's lovely. <laughs> just in this yeah. area, this beautiful area. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really just to, to help our young people find mm-hmm. find themselves. Yeah. You know, they live... I wouldn't want to be a teenager today. Yeah. They live in the most harshest yeah. elements mm-hmm. right now, and that's, even, that's not even the weather. Yep. It's just society in general yep. and the role it's played of displacement and yes. loss of identity mm-hmm. and loss of community. Yeah. And so I guess I, I just want to do my part while Creator gifted me this life to oh. provide um, what was freely gifted to me. Yes. Which all, was... All that knowledge. Life. Yeah. Life sources. That you yeah. can share with this world. Oh. Yeah. So... But that's what I want to do. Oh, that's, thank you that's so the most much. Precious part. <laughs> I want my future seven oh. generations to be <laughs> to be healthy. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Thank so, you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs>